Mississauga people. Where we born? Toronto. Toronto. Need no pronunciations. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. And welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry, the first episode of the 2020 sequel, better known as 2021. Thanks for joining us. You're here to be fun and fine and black and Canadian as we are with no apologies for it, making you not that sorry about it. So I'm Jan, the one who watched Bridgerton in two days, and so what? Fight me. With me, stepping into 2021, to the delight of all, I've got Antonia up in here. Hello. And John's here too, I guess. Oh, hi. <laughs> Just yep. be over here. Yep. I'm good. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's get into it. Elage Blade and his TikTok slash Instagram. I only see him on Instagram. I'm not cool enough for TikTok. Those who, like me, have watched Battle of the Blades will recognize him as one of the judges, but those who only know him on TikTok, backflipping on home ice and by the Rockies and just being the most graceful. If you can follow him, do it. Get on social media just to do it. He has brought a lot of joy. I've had quite a few friends um, get into my DMs and go, this is my new favorite person. Um, that's been really exciting. Because watching him do what he does, and he retired, what, two years ago? At least. Um, watching what he does, he's also, he's 30, um, and he's just, like, dope. Like, he's just such a great light and personality, and seeing the different videos he does, different clinics he's been a part of, and, like, out here encouraging people to just have fun yeah, and enjoy skating in a way that I only ever see when I'm, like, watching competitions or, like, skating with friends. But even then, like, it's like, okay, this is fun, but also he's embodying, like, the excitement behind it. And seeing, like, a black skater is also just so cool. Yeah, it's such a big deal. Black male skater, for sure. Mm -hmm. And what I what I like so much about him not just, like, like you said, most of my skating I was watching aside from Battle of the Blades, and even then, like, it's still dressed up and kind of pageanty. but to see, like, that kind of just effortless joy because he's just kicking it in a bull's jacket and yeah. hanging out, it's it's the best. Yeah, and whoever he has filming him also needs some credits. Honestly. <laughs> whoever's following him around the ice is a professional. You can't do that on on with shoes. Nope. <laughs> you have to be on skates following <laughs> this man. So that has been, yeah, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, one friend was just like, well, I found my new crush, so here we are. And she's well literally, she, whatever, she posts more than I do. And she's just on there being like, oh, every time I go on, I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> Another well, video. Elijah, we Thank got you a friend so for you. But she, like, she's, yeah, it's 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 really great um, seeing him just, I don't know, just have, have such a fun time doing something that can be so scary. So scary, because I can't ice skate for anything i'm sure that makes me an awful canadian 
but I never, never have been able to, never could, can't figure out edges and. Well, I mean, also like toe picks. I can't. Figure do skates it. are harder, I find, than reg than like hockey skates, or at least like for me, hockey skates are more comfortable than figure skates, and figure skates scare me more because of the picks and everything around there. Hockey skates, I'm just like, okay, I'm not gonna slice my hand. If anything happens, if I fall and have to reach for it, I'm not gonna cut myself. Yeah, I, I don't have like four different, you know, jagged edges coming at me. Yeah. So yeah, I hear that one of our neighbors says that it's easier to learn on figure skates, but it's better and get better control. With hockey skates or something like that? I can't remember, but... Cannot I relate. Give yeah. me roller skates, quad wheels, two in the front, two in the back, toe stop. Give it to me. Give me roller <laughs> blades. <laughs> I was decent on roller blades, but not with the same, the same kind of movement. I was inline skate, like like a Olympic, <laughs> like trying to do the moves as they were doing in the Olympic version of... That fun stuff on, on ice skates. So, John, you skate? Uh, I did for a while, yep. Can you still? Oh, yeah. When was the last time you skated? I, yeah, I think we went through this before. I can't remember. It was probably a while ago. The listeners haven't. No, I'm pretty sure I went over on But when was the last time I you skated? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, okay. do you still have skates? No. Well, listeners, let's get John new skates so he can get out there and skate again. No. Okay. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I assume you don't I lose have it. no intentions on skating for, no. It's well, you got seven years of winter. You may come around. <laughs> the uh, pond, the pond in the park across the way is frozen. emergency where I need to grab somebody's skates and latch them on and oh no not latch them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i've seen more um cross-country skiers in the park that looks fascinating i've never seen that up close so that looks kind of cool cross-country skiing is um <sighs> like i remember the fitness equipment the nordic track so cross-country skiing as someone who has tried it multiple times don't care for it um, the people who really seem to get a kick out of it, good for you. It is no, <laughs> just a no for me. I, I, there's no joy. I can walk faster. This is not, or I would rather snowshoe. And that's not really, that's not about a, that's not momentum, <laughs> <laughs> but I would much rather just pick my feet up and to do whatever that is. No, like unless, unless I'm watching cross country skiing, like competitions, which there's like hills and stuff. Cool. But watch people do it on flat ground. I'm very confused. I yeah, I mean, just from what I was observing, and, and the two that I saw doing it were were women who, one could have been around my age, maybe a little older, and the other one was was appeared to be much older than me. And it seemed like a nice, like, easy on the joints kind of thing, like good for flat surfaces, you're just trying to take in some scenery. No? You can walk. Damn. <laughs> but maybe it's harder to walk, and you just, it's you not just glide <laughs> on your well-waxed skates. I it, don't know. It looks... It you have to okay. Sorry. The unfortunate the thing with cro with uh, cross country skiing is that it looks effortless to those who have been doing it for a very long time. Oh, that's the. It trick. is not a like oh just a beginner's luck type thing. No, damn. Like you have to work to get that. So it looks it looks great watching me like wow good for you guys like being in sync like that. You think you got it because you know how to walk or like you potentially know how to jog or run. Not the same. That's how I felt too when I started ice skating. People were like oh it's just the same as rollerblading. It is not. Doesn't seem it. So, <laughs> same thing with 
with cross country skiing. I don't know. Again, I'm <laughs> happy for y'all who get it down, but it's not. No, it's not a jump in and go. Okay, now we off to, off to the races. No, Damn. deception. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> like, because there there are a few sports where I've been taken in of like, oh, I've watched this. This looks easy. It is not. No, <laughs> and it's hurtful. Yeah, well, <laughs> and I think it's like no one, no one who cross country skied ever said it was easy. Like I don't know where we got That's that true. notion from. Like no one who's ever done it. Track. Like That's no one who's ever it. done it. It's just like yeah, this is like super easy. Because even with the Nordic track, if you move too quickly, your feet come out. Like you're not if you're uncoordinated for a second. But it seemed like you basic lose home your footing <laughs> with pulleys. <sighs> it's not. <laughs> I'd love to see a Nordic track in person. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember the commercial so vividly, and <laughs> I feel like useful information could be stored there instead. And yet. <sighs> it's, a, it's a weird time. It's a weird time. And yet. <laughs> but someone making good use of their very young age, Renee Jadego, is, who is 19 years old, is running for city council. Nice. The youngest ever to do it. The Toronto City Council. Sorry, national listeners. <laughs> but yeah, she's young and black and smart as hell, and I... Whether she wins or not, I just love that she she's there doing it, and I hope it encourages more to do it. I'm happy that younger people are doing this. Yeah, yeah. When has there been a time where younger people have been getting so politically involved without protesting a war? Well, I was gonna say people. It's mm, young people have been getting politically involved for years. It just so happens that 2020 was the year that everyone actually had to pause and listen. So it seems as if there's more and more people getting involved. But from from experience and like the young people that I either come in contact with or just like happenstance, I come across the internet. Like they've been doing it, but a lot of them either weren't in a position to actually run for anything because they weren't old enough, um, vote, you know, that kind of stuff to actually like, take yeah. political action. So now that they are of age to do so, I'm happy that they're doing it. And honestly, get all these old people out of office. Like I'm tired. <laughs> that thought would have never crossed my mind at 19. So I give her so many props for that. Yeah, at 19, most of us were concerned about college applications or taking a year off or what yeah. university is going to be like if we had university at all. Like you know, there's so many other things you were stressed or or focused on. So ah, for 19 year olds and even yeah, some even younger who are just like, I want to do this. I'm like, that is awesome. Get these old white men out of office, yeah. and let's you know, not that change is going to happen overnight, but let's here for it. Let's start having some people in office who were under seventy. You know what? No, I take that under fifty, <laughs> under fifty. Let's get people in office who are under fifty. Yeah, I just, I just mm. want that ripple effect. If it's not her, I want her to inspire five more women yeah. to come in, and those women I- inspire even more, so that y- we've got multiple choices on a, of women of color. On yeah. a ballot. Like yeah. That's, that would rock my socks. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. And it's great because a lot of these kids, I mean, I call them kids, but a lot of these adults, um, young adults, I guess, are <laughs> are have been doing their work for so long and are influential in their friend circles and just soak up all this information or so involved in what's going on around them. And it's so inspiring because there are times where I just get tired. You know, we all get tired at the point where it's like, I what can I possibly do to affect change in my community? in my city, in my country, like, yeah. what can I possibly do? We get bogged down by, you know, the bigness of everything, the enormity of, of the responsibility, and people to be like, okay, no matter what happens, I'm going to do it. Agreed. I am so in awe of that. And I think 2020 really gave us that opportunity to be like, all right, that's it. We're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. Uh, something that I feel was uh, the news I found out a little too casually – 
Master P and Baron Davis are in pursuit of acquiring Reebok. Nice. What? Why not? No, not, <laughs> not even like, it's not outrage. It's one, why was that just, like I felt more people in my timeline especially should have been screaming at the top of their lungs about it because <laughs> what a huge deal and such big implications that will have if they pull this off. Yeah. Like, between the Michael Jordan brand as an empire. Yeah. To have these two acquire Reebok as well, like, wha- <laughs> what? <laughs> That'd be bonkers in the best way possible. Let's and take it all Reeboks over. would start looking crazy, and I'm here for it. Let's take it all <laughs> over. I'm down. <laughs> Just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all about black people creating stuff, but also, if you got the money, take it. <laughs> yeah. People have been doing it for centuries. Colonialism is a thing. You know, We've been making it look good for years. Let's just let you just take it. If you got it, you see a need to revamp things or whatever, and you have the means, like <laughs> reach out and reach out and claim <laughs> that. Take it back. Not against it at all. Yeah, that'd be really cool to see what <laughs> what designs and what like collaborations they'll they'll have because so many artists are gonna want to be in on that. Um, the way they get in with like Adidas and I don't know if does Nike do a lot of like I know Cardi B's got a deal with Reebok and I'm sure there are others that do as well. Yeah. Nike I don't really see as one that does a lot of unless they do it with just like athletes. I don't ever see them really doing stuff with artists. It's mm-hmm. mostly because like Adidas like recently I don't know, maybe like a month or so ago, like Pharrell has a line with them, like a, a collab with them too. Um obviously Beyonce and then like you see, I always see like them and then Reebok. Yeah, they always have, but like Nike, interesting. Indeed. I don't think, I think it's mostly. Yeah, sneakerheads, let us know if we're, athletes. If we're off on this. Because like Cause even. God knows I don't know. Even, uh, whatchamacallit, what's that brand? Uh, New Balance with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like. Okay. So like I'm saying, like other brands. But Nike, I don't ever really see get into the game of. Like is it. Collabs. Like is it Kawhi's on court? sneaker or no no they had like clothing things. they had like oh. other yeah it was two well, years ago yeah um they had stuff that was selling out in like minutes i didn't think he had the personality for it Go i mean on. it was i mean it was a whole it was this whole thing right he like, signed a contract with new balance yeah so they did a shoe for him yeah. like he does a lot of everybody does clap so yeah true so no, what I mean, the shoe like, world it is right if now. it was if it was clothing like, like yeah like every athlete gets a shoe but um it was more the the clothing and yeah. all that. I'm like, that I didn't see coming from him. But yeah, he's a basketball player. He's going to get a shoe. New Balance? Awesome. Get in the basketball game. Why not? <laughs> not your not your old man's walking shoe anymore. Nope. I mean, you. oh, that. <laughs> they kicked that years ago. New Balance is top tier. Like, oof. Good job with their revamp. I love I mean, their it's shoes. A, it is a great running shoe. I but also, by them they made a really great, after they were doing run shoes, they made really great walking shoes. Like, they made really great casual, like, chill-type shoes with different colors and everything. Like, people all over the city. I remember, th- was it two centers ago, maybe? Maybe three now. Any block I was on, there was some businessman, some anybody, whatever, with New Balance. Like, especially, like, suit New Balance. Like, <laughs> everywhere. Which gave me a lot of, like, European vibes, because, like, that's where that trend came from. Um with your exposed ankles and your and your <laughs> runners, <laughs> so your trainers and your trainers. So yeah, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Reebok! I'm here for it. If they <laughs> can't wait, yeah, can't 
wait. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what what about it baffles my mind. But I'm just like, wow, the implications of just reclaiming the shit. Yeah. It's I'm here for it. It's awesome. <laughs> and I mean, Master P's been that guy who is always been about making very, very not sneaky, but like very, you know, off the radar type big moves though. Yeah. And he's like, yep, I'm just going to do this my way. I don't care if you like it. I don't care if you agree with it. I'm just going to do it. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a a golden tank in my video. What? I mean, what's the the thing about real G's moving silence like lasagna? (laughs) Indeed. So here we are, Master P. Thanks for your your gangster moves. (laughs) Indeed. And Baron Davis. like A sport. What a partnership. (laughs) Here for it. All right, so if there is nothing else, we'll take this short break. Next stop, what you say? Yes, it is. It is time for what you saying. So at least for me, the most productive pandemic pastime has been consuming all of the shows and movies. But in the middle of the year, the pivot obviously started to happen and shifted the focus to representation. So I want to talk to y'all about how you think it's going. And I want to talk representation on TV and movies for real, for real. Like, what are your thoughts on the principles and practices of this pivot? Like, what have you been watching? Have you been seeing? Has has this been something you've been making the mental note to observe in the content you choose to see more representation behind the screen and on camera? Yeah, I think I always look for representation um whether or not i'm consciously thinking of it or not um i do very much enjoy the rise of black indigenous and otherwise um racialized uh, like directors and new faces when it comes to actors and just you know now presenting is always so exciting to me um we see new people i really really love that i think it's a uh, I don't know, I think it's definitely a fine line between uh, pivoting and um, pandering <laughs> when it comes to certain things. Because some shows will just have diversity in there and no one speaks of it. Yeah. Other shows are like very intentional about pointing it out. Yeah. And that to me is like, okay, we get it. The three black people who show on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yep. And then it just takes me out of the show and it feels like I'm being patronized and I don't, I don't care for that. Um, yeah, this year, I think there were already a lot of things in work in the works before 2020 that all aired this year. So that was really exciting to yeah. immerse myself in that. And even more excited to see those things like be launched into 2021. Yeah, we're only two days into this year. Why does it feel long yeah, already? It's at the time of recording. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I because uh, the sequel's always hardest. I in, I thoroughly <laughs> I thoroughly enjoy it. I think I think that there obvi- there obviously could be more of it. I am more so interested in the stories that are being told, and not. Ah, oh man, like I I see the I see the need for stelli- for telling like historical things, sure. like retelling that. But I just want to see new stuff. I want to see normalcy. Yeah. I want to see regular things. Absolutely. I want to see black kids being stupid. <laughs> I want to yeah. see adults like <laughs> yeah. going through hard times but that aren't financial or racially based. Like I want to see like you know, 
Uh, like yeah, just out here living. <laughs> Friends, Gossip Girl, and all the, sh- the OC all got like easy treatments of like white people just doing normal stuff. Like I want to see that for us too. Like I want to see us just living. Agreed. That's what I liked about Jingle Jangle so much, and I, I appreciate that about Bridgerton. Like it wasn't, it was never just a a thing. Like it was, it everybody was just yep. Everybody in these, like not noble houses, but everybody in this um, society, just going about their lives, doing what they do. Yeah. You know, scandal to be outside alone without a chaperone, like yeah. whatever that is. But like, yeah, black people are in these corsets and powdered wigs too. Like there was diversity in the staff. There was diversity in the wealthy. Like it was, it was just the world. Yeah. That and was the, established what way. I appreciate as well too, for Bridgerton specifically, that the only time race was mentioned was by black people. It wasn't True. mentioned by anybody else. And that was just them catching themselves in a moment and, like, you know, kind of resetting themselves something. But it was never like, oh, my God, can you believe it? These black people, oh, my God. Like, oh yeah. can you? It was never that. So that was that was really great to me. Um, I think Shonda does a really good job with that and only brings it up when it's necessary. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to the difference of the books, if that's, so like, I if it was just a cast difference. I, f- or <laughs> I found... Uh, I found a PDF of the first book, so I'll let you know. Um, right. <laughs> I'm gonna start. I've sent it to a couple friends. We're all gonna start reading it soon. TV. So if anyone wants it, I'll post it online. <laughs> you can Wonderful. read along with us. There are so there are nine books in the series. Oh damn! Um, and they all deal with the children. So this first this first season was about Daphne. The next season is gonna be about Anthony, Anthony, Anthony River, oh. and they follow that way. And then because the, there's eight kids, there's nine books. So the ninth book is some. I think it's about. Maybe it's about Lady Danbury, I think it is. In yeah. one of the books. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, so they, they all they all have like each season has an ending. So there's no like there'll be some overlap from what I'm reading on the internet so far, but for the most part it's like <laughs> single. But anyway. Tight. I'm excited. John, what are you watching these days? Or what have you been watching these pandemic days? Um Speaking of diversity, another good one is uh Gangs of London. Um I've not, not watched it. It's a brand new show. Um, very, f- um, very. Sh- it's shot with a lot of great action scenes. I'm listening. Stuff you haven't seen before, and stuff you wish you've always seen. Stuff you haven't seen in movies, but um, no, it's got a very diverse cast. Um, that's probably the main one. Um, I can't remember what the other show is. It's based on um Is it industry? Hmm? Industry? Oh yeah, you two were telling me the about the stock that show. the that stock one, the one about like Well we've discussed that one before, but no, it wasn't that one. It was um it's based on it's another DC show, um, based on uh what's uh Batman's butler? Alfred. Alfred, uh prior before he comes over to America. Oh, what did they call that show? Pennyworth? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's pretty dope. That's it. um, That's good news. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of, like, diversity, like, I'm all for it. But I'm also, like, let's just be kind of a little bit logical. And sometimes we're placing them. Let's just be, I mean, let's just put a rhyme to a reason. Um, Because we're doing historical stuff. Let's be accurate. Not be afraid to just be accurate. Like, Yeah, sure. Times and settings are some... For um certain things, fantasy, I guess. But um, 
Yeah. You know, play. I mean, I think I think you should be logical with some of the placements. Um, not just pander as it's been mentioned before, but try to balance it out. Yeah, I feel that. And um, I remember that I remember when Game of Thrones came on came under fire for that. And I'm like, look, that's just whatever. Like, I, I was happy there's no black people in Game of Thrones. Like, I was like, let them do their like, thing. Like, yeah, let all the white people be awful. Like, it's yeah, <laughs> let them do their thing. Not to not to oversimplify it that way, but yeah, kind of. Let's let it it's reflect. Not of our life. business. Yeah, we're we're doing our own thing. We got our own planet. Yeah, we're like good. we're we're talking of a world with dragons and magic. Like, okay. Yeah, like my feelings weren't hurt about that stuff. Like those kind of things. Like. Considering, too, that there was a lot of, like, slavery stuff in the show anyway, so it's nice not to see black people. No, and I mean, they did their best. I mean, let's be honest, the slaves were the dark-skinned people. They Um, were, yes. And, I mean, they did, you know, as best as they could not to just throw black. There was, what, maybe one, two. But there were also, like. Two black people were speaking roles in the whole thing. Three, four, five. Yeah. For the long haul? Not a lot. (laughs) Two of them had the most screen time. Four. Four. Yes. The most screen time. The rest of them were like, oh, they were. <laughs> true. So true, true, true. And I wasn't mad at all. So. No. Agreed. It might have made me more mad if Ramsey Bolton were black. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's cool. I'm or cool the Blackwater could just all be all black people. <laughs> I mean, that the would be clever. The Great Joys could just be all, you know. Sure. Because when the color line starts to blur, just. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Oh, Theon. Although it would hurt me more if Theon were black. Like, it's just one of those things. I mean, but... No, and I mean... <laughs> and, I, and another thing was, I mean, I was just watching kind of the Pixar thing about the the about soul. Mm-hmm. And the I guys just talking about the, you know, the prominence of just having a black defined character. And that's where I think, like, it's more important to have those, those elements inside of um, shows, not so much just having people there yeah because it's fine if you have black people there but why are black people there like what is their connection why are they there okay i get it you can have any person do a standing role here but when certain roles you know you might want to give a little more bit more character to them the simple elements you can just simply do that just don't have to throw out the whole entire um show episode whatever yeah i agree direction you're headed into it's just let it be known we're going over there. I mean, you just don't have to throw in like you know the, the throwaway N-word. black friend. <laughs> I do. It's um, I it's like Luke Cage. Luke Cage was perfectly fine. Yeah, until right? until the but the N word that the they were throwing Jamaican in there. Accents. No, well, I mean, well, there's I mean, just certain things that just said. Side. There's just some <laughs> things that it threw it in there that just like it's like okay, we know they're black. Like there's nothing you have to do to make them sure that you do. Hammer it in our head that these people are black. Okay, we get it. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. But yes. keep it moving because you didn't do it with anything else. But now here it's um a pivotal element into the um yeah. Show. And now now they've suddenly become defined by their race and not just yeah existing. Not just you know waking up and doing people things. Just being <laughs> regular. Yeah, just being <laughs> regular. That's what. That's what I come to really love about Insecure, especially like they're just, yep, they're just four friends going through whatever they go through, and that's enough. Just like it would be enough for friends, just like it's enough for Sex in the City. It's just enough. Yeah. 
Just um, enough. Just enough. Don't need it too much. It doesn't have to be a struggle yeah. every single time, and it yeah. doesn't have to be so pointed out that it's like, okay, now nah, I don't want to watch this anymore because... <sighs> right? I don't want anything to do with anything <laughs> black for at least a week. That's how some of these shows there. and movies make me feel. We've all been there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we have all and been it's there. Just, it is what it is. <laughs> Although while watching Bridgerton, I had to like remind myself, and I, I blame my Game of Thrones rewatch at the same time. Like anytime things got tense, I'm like, oh, this person's about to get murdered. No, they're not. That's not how Shonda rules. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> have to expect the Game of Thrones tragedy yeah. out of everything I watch. But And also yeah. the way Shonda rules is to build up to that murder. It's not just immediate. Shonda will attach you to people for seasons. Game of Thrones. And then get people. rid of them. <laughs> well, In the most unceremonious of ways. That's true. Wasn't there a Grey's Anatomy plane crash? Okay, Grey's Anatomy, every season finale is is a mess. And I All only right. I don't even know. I only know the show through other people. Yeah. But I will make a point to watch the season finale of, of what the season when they get to it. Just How so many I can seasons be like has that show been on? Like At least 14. I think it's 17 now. 16 or 17. But I understand but it's still you, going. C- you can only do so much. You can only do at seven. Well, look at Law and Order. Let's, let's be honest here. That's true. It's yeah. Law procedures have rules. the formula. Speaking of recycled rules, um, Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> How's that recycled? How dare you? <laughs> it's called stories. a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> it felt recycled to me. Everybody does it. <laughs> Anyways, we're not going to spoil. We're that not getting into we'll that. I haven't even. It's fine, but like you, you don't know. need to. Damn, <laughs> damn. For those of you who have watched it, uh, DM me privately if you liked it. <laughs> I would Johnny also like to know. Let's chat about oh it. Oh my goodness! I would also uh, like to know what I that's about. What? And where your head is at? Because are you judging people based on their like of this movie? I haven't. I haven't read or heard from anyone who does, but I'm sure there's at least like five people out there. No, you're gonna. I mean, it. obviously, there's fan, hardcore fans of yeah. Everything at this point. I mean, time. I mean, you could draw a puddle of mud, and it's gonna have a hardcore fan base by the Still end. Still though, by the time you wake <laughs> up the next day. But shout out to the band of the same name. I was gonna say, <laughs> uh, but I mean, come on. There's, there's, there's sense, and then there's nonsense. Yeah. And this was. If nonsense. you have to question, if you have to question what you what you're doing with your time, at any point, it, I mean, you could start from five minutes to ten minutes into the movie. I mean, let's be honest. There's an action movie such as this, right? It has a formula to it. It has yeah. a certain pace to it. And sometimes they're just fun. And some, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. sometimes, sometimes, dumb sometimes it's outside. Of the, sometimes it's so outside of the box. Sometimes. Oh no! Yeah. Sometimes it's outside. Fun. Some Deadpool, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Deadpool, you know what I mean? Have yeah. some humor. Yeah. Throw like some stuff. Yeah, fun. you can have some fun with this it. This movie you know. falls outside of that. Damn but then it. there's but then there's things where some <laughs> somebody or some people many people it's time to rewrite the whole action movie um comic book genre. Damn it. Now remember we're talking about something that started from what sixties when what was the first Superman movie that came out? We're talking how many Yeah versions and tries and tries and over and over how many times that we tried to 
do these things right. That's the thing about Wonder Woman. There <laughs> it hasn't never been got, too many tries. Well, I mean, listen, there's... there's like, there's, there's Linda Carter on the, TV, and then yeah. nothing. You're correct. Until Gal. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct. I mean, you can say that for Spider-Man, because they've had, the, what, five different tries. Spider-Man's been overdone. They've yeah. done it too. There you go, they've, Batman. They've had three different Spider-Man. Batman, Batman, also overdone, I would argue. Fantastic yeah. Four. Absolutely. Oh and not a time <laughs> has Fantastic um, Four been done right. <laughs> Um, just let it rest. Who's the guy with the skull and Nicolas Cage guy? Oh my God, Ghost Rider. Ghost we Rider. don't need to mention <laughs> Punisher. They tried to do that one. That show was fantastic. Punisher was great. But the, I'm talking movies though. But this is all I'm saying is that this is how hard Ghost it Rider is. Got like two or three. But movies. this is how hard it is to get this this thing right. Um, and when you have a thing like what Marvel has done with what has been laid out as how many movies, including X Men. The tone, the pay, the tone has been set. But those haven't been good either. No, but there's, but they all have, you know what I mean. You know, you you know what you're getting when you get in them. Like yeah, you, five minutes you can figure it out. Movies, five so. minutes, ten minutes you can kind of figure it out where the mission's going. It's set where you're, you know, what, what the adventure is going to be. Yeah. This one is it, 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 Oh damn! It, you're still waiting. Damn. You're the still first, waiting. just much like much like the first Wonder Woman movie, the first part of this movie was the best part. But it was, yeah. oh, Patty, come on. I mean, you might as well put the halfway through the thing, you know, in the old Western movies, old um, black and white movies, they had intermission in the middle. Oh, my God. I uh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Man, Wonder Woman, I was rooting for you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was. Everyone now, was rooting. But then they, you, Now they have a third one, so there they're was ready. The, there was the big, like, and the third one's DC coming. fan yep. expo type thing that, yeah. you know, in lieu of Comic-Con because feeling, of social distancing I, I and all that. I have a feeling. Like, I have a feeling this year is going to expose a lot of these big studios. Do you? Yeah. Go on. Because usually when you drop a crappy movie, you just drop it and people go to the movie theater and have no choice about it. (sighs) You're right. (laughs) Yeah, because that that $30 rental. rental, There you go. It's to rent it, not to own it. There you go. So So you start adding these It was just renting and not owning? Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, remember, we're Canada. We're we're Canada. We're Canada. So we're not HBO Max. We don't get those. Right. Those treats and all the rest of that stuff. So our system's different. So, I mean, you're probably paying wherever it is that they're releasing. Yeah, it was twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon to rent it. It's cheaper to rent stuff off of iTunes. <laughs> it might be the same price. It's I probably the checked. same price. Cause it's no, I'm just saying in general. Now. No, I'm not saying for this movie. I'm saying in general. When oh, iTunes absolutely. rents things, it's like it's maybe like $12, maybe. Yeah. Like that's the price of the movie ticket. Where this, they were just trying to make up money, I guess. Well, this is how else are you they're, they're going to recoup for all this stuff? Like, put it this way. You got to figure out how to monetize streams. <laughs> put it this way. And just put it, put yeah, but it there. Mulan, they, you, but Mulan wasn't great, but I'll watch it again. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If you're a movie studio, you had everything planned for the next four or five years. Yeah. Possibly yeah. ten years ahead. Maybe not ten. That's far. But four or five years, at least you had things projected. Things already in the works or whatever, rather than the, the beginning screen or, you know, final editing screen or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's been the formula for Hollywood f- since we've gotten to this point. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when this thing came in, this is why, you know, the pandemic, how it kicked everybody, you know, I mean, all the way up. So you're thinking how many movies are spent with how much the budget spent. But I mean, it spent. was done this whole time. Like, it yeah, was going to be bad no matter when it got released. <laughs> yeah, but there's a difference when you could just pop it in a movie theater and you have an oh endless lineup of people who are going to yeah. go see it. Just We're going to go see on, it opening weekend. Just based on strength and name. Yeah. yeah. Now you're having people, okay, 
Wonder Woman, I've already heard it's bad. Do I need it based on strength and name? Oh, or yeah, because can the I internet, watch something else that just dropped. Twitter was not, Twitter streaming? was, did not delay in letting everybody know that Wonder Woman was whack. Like, wow. it, it, as soon as people watched it, my, my feed was full. I'm talking, you can do I'm a live people, stream of watching people with verified checks and all the regular people being like, trash, yeah. trash, 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 yeah, trash, trash. And I was like, and that was day one release. So then everyone's going, so what am I doing? That was that right there for people who paid the money. They were like, okay, well, I wasted money, blah, blah. So that meant everyone else was like trying to find it streamed and everywhere else. So, okay, cool, let's watch it for free because why would I spend money on that? I mean, but that that doesn't feel any different than the movie theater experience. No, but as well. people will. People like you will have your still first wave of critics who see it. In yeah, but when you're at home, people, they people, see people are even home, more tight at home with their the money thing. than it is. And out of the theater, because that's you'll go point. and spend. You'll you're go going and spend out the theater. You're going out for the experience. Yeah, you'll you'll spend your twenty dollars to go to VIP and sit in your comfy chairs and get your popcorn and stuff delivered to you. When you're at home, you're just like you think more critically about the money that you're spending. Yeah, I guess so. And wow, Twitter, yeah, did not hold back. Damn. And I was like, oh. I mean, I'm not sorry, Wonder Woman. I'm sorry that you subjected us to this. Yeah. I'm sorry that you let this go through all the production and anything else you did and allowed this to happen. Damn, Patty Jenkins, what happened? N- not enough, apparently. Somebody gassed <laughs> her up. Like, She's a good director. She's a damn good director. I don't understand what happened. I don't know. It's It studio, sucks. And we're going to get another movie, and I don't know if three times is going to be a charm or if it's going to oh be no, they beat stink, this one stink, stink, stunk I mean, at this come point. On. Half okay. of this thing was like a glamour, like a makeup oh my commercial gosh, so or something like that. Wow, yeah, just well, glossy. That was the 80s. Oh no, but it no, also seems but to it's try shot to mask like that. things. There's like, oh, it's like instead of talking tough, we're gonna talk soft. We're gonna do these moral uh, little no. clips here and stuff. Yeah. You know, talk about people's feelings and emotions, <laughs> their moral standpoint. It's like, nah, you need to be boom, 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 bap. You need to be, you know, beating somebody up right now. Enough of this. This nice talk. There was a lot of. There was a lot of. Uh, we get like it. You have a lot of young speeches. children as your fans. Yeah, but yeah. There's a lot of talking, no action. This is an action <laughs> movie. But anyway, yeah. If you if yeah. you are one of five people, especially since the first one had so much action, like why would we? <laughs> why would we make this the the sequel, the dialogue movie? Oh uh, no! <laughs> Damn it! If you're one of like five said, people who like this movie, rewriting the the wheel on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe it? it'll get the Thor treatment. Third time's a charm. No. Or third, time, <laughs> third one's the one. This one is still... No. Um, <laughs> I think this thing was still struggling even for the first one. Unfortunate. I mean, it was w- one half of a pretty, you know, decent, intriguing movie to... It, it, it went into the water and Definitely. turned into Germany or <laughs> wherever it was. And oh, man. <laughs> and that guy, he's, he came over in the next one, too. Uh, Chris Pine, you mean? Yeah, I yeah, that guy. But he didn't. <laughs> okay. See where I we're going with it. this. I'm very yeah, conflicted don't spoil right it for now. People. I'm very conflicted. Oh, we now. already spoiled it. It's dry. no, but we yeah. didn't give away plot points. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the point is not to give away plot points. So, as a progress report on to circle back to representation and what you're consuming, how do you <laughs> how do you think it's going? <laughs> like for you, the viewer, is it going well? You're seeing more. It, I think I'm seeing more. Diverse things, more things with representation that I'm enjoying more than I think I ever have. Okay. I'm also seeing trash things. I mean, yes. That but I'm also seeing more trash things with white people. So, I mean, I, mean, I will we never call that forgive balance? you, cursed. Is that balance? I will not forgive balance? you, warrior nun. <laughs> Won't forgive you. I am reading the cursed book right now. I think I'm almost done. And that I w- I'm enjoying that, so I d- will not be watching the show. Yep. <laughs> That's for the best. <laughs> How do you yeah. think it's going, John? 
Um, I mean, we're here. Um, <laughs> we were still gonna be here. Yeah. No. I mean, it's real cats out the bag. So keep on pushing and striving to, you know, getting do what you want to do, get paid what you uh, feel you're worth, and um, you know, fight, continue to fight for for you for for your for your own spot. Anthony, what do you think? It's going. It, it's I, for me. I think it's still crawling along. Um, but it's good to see. Like I know, pro, you know, progress doesn't happen overnight, especially for um, racialized <laughs> actors and directors and other people want to fund uh, projects like this. So it doesn't Very happen true. overnight, like it does for our white counterparts. So it's coming. It's happening. Um, we have. And I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to see what comes next. I hope that this year brings a lot more as well um and just gives us more gives us more new faces or just you know talented faces. more talent i mean yes but also just like more yes, people critic. people also <laughs> have to grow into that like you yeah. know there we've some people white shows get throwaway nothing all like the time so everyone white, should be like able to you should be able to have our throwaways you never see from them again this one no I'm that's not but that's not the point john the point is that if people suck they suck we hold black people to such a high standard because that is the way we were raised, and we were always like excellence, excellence, excellence first, and we're never giving room to fail. So if people fail, that's fine. Like I'm not mad at that, but I'm yeah. just I'm I'm excited. A lot to of people see have had to hinge their entire opportunity on being being able to be not only commercially appealing but white appealing. Yeah, and I would like to get to the point where everyone can just fail equally, so long as you're trying something. Like yeah, yeah things are gonna get canceled after one season. Cool, whatever. But. Everybody can get canceled <laughs> after one season. Yeah, if the show doesn't work. Yeah, doesn't matter who's the lead. Again, I'm it doesn't have to fail because it's black. Yes, it can but fail because like it has that opportunity, and it doesn't stop. It doesn't mean that because this one thing failed, that we're not going to see anything like it for another twenty years. That's the thing, because that's been the trend where it's like one thing is stopping. We go, oh, we're never doing it again. I'm like, no, keep pushing, keep presenting. You know, keep keep getting into those rooms with those execs and those people because. The Chads and the and the Stevens of the world are doing it every single day and underqualified and overpaid. We can do it. And also, there's more to it than just being the face of whatever product or on TV. That's true. So yeah. There's so much more space for us to be reaching other than just having to be the face of a brand, the inspiration for a lifestyle, or whatever gets put out there these days yeah we can always do more but if we have to start someplace that's not as ideal keep pushing from there and i want to see more encouragement for those individuals to keep rising above those stations like keep you know moving on to the next thing on to the next thing on to the next thing and not being stopped in their tracks agreed so i'm gonna close it there and take a short break next stop the ship Welcome back. It's time for another go-round of The Ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us and by you, the listeners, on social media. Vote between the three of us. Two to one wins until we have a winner of the championship. Like the National Lacrosse League. Calgary Roughnecks. Ooh, ooh. That's <laughs> Number right. Number one fan over here. Lacrosse. All right. It's dope. <laughs> <laughs> no shame about it. So today's ship, we are dealing with... Canadian songs that are one-hit wonders. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> a topic very near and dear to my heart because I'm a weirdo. Wait, does it make you a weirdo to like one-hit wonders? 
I mean, how we define weirdos nowadays? I mean, that's like, you it's, know. it's for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I was alone. <laughs> you always think you're Thank alone. Thank you for embracing me. <laughs> you always think you're alone. You're right. Weirdos applied liberally to, to perverts. That's what weirdos applied to. <laughs> okay. And now I know. <laughs> I will find other ways to be a weirdo. <laughs> I mean, liking right. Canadian one-hit wonders will not be one of them. <laughs> yeah, take I've that out of, your, out of your peripheral <laughs> real quick. <laughs> All right. So eight spots makes things very competitive without really meaning to be. And I love it. So our first matchup, the number one seed is, I think, without question, Informer by Snow. <laughs> the song just so much joy. Like... What's joy? It's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> to me, I equate it on a one to one comparison of Poison by Belle Bib DeVoe. Like, it's as soon as you hear those, notes, 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 you know what to do. You're about to party. And you know to get your ass on the dance floor. Do you have to know the words? No. Do you have to know what the words mean? No. You can mumble along. <laughs> but what you do have to accept is this down-ass white boy <laughs> who's got all these words because if anybody tries to do it again, they're racist. You know Chet Hank is going to try this. I s- said what, what I No, no, said. and say what you say, but you know Chet Hank is going to try this nonsense. <laughs> and I hope... I can't stay away from that I will stereotype. hope Snow punches him for it. <laughs> Doesn't give him the right something. Something. <laughs> Snow by Informer. Chet doesn't like the stereotype of white people doing Jamaican accents. I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't like the stereotype, he so he lives the stereotype. He doesn't want to be associated with that one. Oh, he doesn't want to so- be associated with other white people because he authentic. wants to be the only white person it's who does more it. authentic. Is it? Good Lord. With respect <laughs> to the people of Jamaica. All yeah. right. They don't want him. <laughs> what a mercy. I say that as... <laughs> <laughs> Why must you throw that in in the most <laughs> random... <laughs> that's your one that's your one he's amazing you that's throw in. it always happens that's what john's here for this is what i need anytime, john for anytime jamaicans are mentioned it's a lot of mercy from from john at any point yes. anywhere in the space it's the the one thing the oh one man. phrase you use to make to try to nail another accent like it's oh the <laughs> yes i get it and the number eight seed going against informer and doomed to lose is <laughs> down 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 by the macaulay boys a Doomed set of brothers. Lose. Yes, you s- chose it. <laughs> I know, but I'm still voting for Snow. Oh That's God. how this life's Sorry, gonna work. Sorry, boys. <laughs> yeah, this is one of their like three songs that I remember distinctly seeing on Much Music. Um, we got a party. Like I said, they were a gang of brothers who from London, Ontario. I think they grew up singing in the church and did everything right. And Randy McCauley went on to be a star running back at Western while I was still in school. No, while I was just out of school. I was working at the score, and we covered his name a lot. And it got (laughs) annoying to me. (laughs) But, yeah, like, he did his thing. Um, Yeah, the McCauley boys. Like, just (laughs) the, the memories that were unearthed in research for this bracket is only going to get more eccentric as we go on. But... Like I said, my vote is still for In Snow. Yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> None of my Thank you, Snow, <laughs> <laughs> for sharing all this wonderfulness with us. Yeah. <sighs> even if you wanted another hit, I don't even, like, I don't whatever. Care <laughs> I mean, if you want to do it, do it. Like, I encourage, you know, live your life or whatever. But, like, this, yeah, this is enough for me. It's great. <laughs> Just great. Live the life. 
Yep. <laughs> Our next matchup is Don't You Forget It by Glenn Lewis and Money Part One by Jelly Song. Exactly. Oh, these intros. Hold on. Yeah, it's only on my show. But stress, don't you let it. Don't you forget it. Oh, no, I love, I, I love the voice. long intros. I'm just so used to now. Like, some songs literally start um, <laughs> immediately. Yeah, because um, it's 2.30 or less. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's some artists who are credited for being, like, not wasting any time <laughs> in their music, Damn. apparently. It really kills me. But anyway, Glenn Lewis, don't you forget it. Gem. Yeah, absolutely. Gem. I'll even argue that Glenn Lewis isn't a one-hit wonder, but this is clearly, very clearly, my favorite song of his. Yeah, and a favorite of many. Yeah. Many, many, many. <laughs> but like, let me tell you why Money Part One is here. I brought this with me, even though I'll probably vote against it. I brought it with me because, you know, when my family got cable, I was stuck to music channels and music videos. I still love a good music video. So as I was doing research for this, I see the one screen grab of Jellystone in a car, and it's a convertible. He's wearing his fanciest do-rag <laughs> being driven around by a gorgeous light-skinned girl with you know the tightest dopest cornrows and i'm just like as soon as i looked at the screen grab i re i remembered it was like the the picture moved i saw how the rest of that video went i heard the rest of the song i'm like yo that was just living in my brain this whole time rent free just <laughs> it has never resurfaced until seeing this again <laughs> and I'm just like, I still remember some of the words, at least to the chorus. I could get, I could get the words <laughs> for what, for why because haven't heard that song since <laughs> until now. It's a fun song. But <laughs> Hold on. Here's my favorite part. Did anyone else catch those lyrics? I didn't. Um, <laughs> So, I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy this song for the wrong reasons. This wasn't um, making her her girl group album. It wasn't. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Um, I <laughs> I always pride myself on knowing lyrics as a child, but sometimes I just didn't care because I enjoyed mumbling along to them. <laughs> this was one of them. Because unless you know that he's saying, I can buy what I want anytime when I want, get high when I want, all you hear is, my when I'm on, my when I'm on, when I'm on. The disrespect. And it's, it's not, listen though, I don't mean it disrespectfully. I'm just saying like, sometimes it's fun just to not know what people are saying. And you can just make it up. Yeah. Even though you're not even making anything up, you're just, you're just the inflections are there, and it that was enough works. for me. So it just works. But again, I, I have the, no argument. <laughs> the lyrics are there if you need them. But also, <laughs> you could just be like me and not. Um, yeah, Antonio's telling you you don't need them. You don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. It's the vibe, okay? Just yeah. vibe along with the song. <laughs> I love it. You think I knew any of the words to Informer? No. Okay, it's mumbling with inflections But also for me. the people who do know the lyrics to Informer, hi, I have questions. Well. How much time did you spend? Are you just like a savant? Like, do you just like, can you just pick things up really easy? Like choreography? Like, do you just like know things? DM her and find out. Did it just take you like five minutes? Because I know those people. They're like, oh, that's easy. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. How <laughs> the hell you say? <laughs> anyway, the song's great. This one has my vote for the nostalgia. Yikes. I'm so. voting for Don't You Forget It. <laughs> you just, I'm really seeing a pattern here. It was like, you will bring yeah. songs in just to dash I'm them away. 
You were, uh, you're not loyal. I'm Dis- the turncoat I don't care. Disloyal. <laughs> don't care. John? Like I'm going to vote against Glenn Lewis. No, I got to go with Glenn Lewis. <laughs> it's, it's a shame boy. that would be brought to my house. The dishonor. I think some members of your family look. I want to say nope. I want to say it was one of the fir- either the first or the second artist Canadian artist to to reach number one for what was it the BT where was that countdown show they had? One hundred six in Park. Yeah. Oh, I love one hundred six in Park. I love a fun fact. Yeah. It was either him or Cardinal, and I'm pretty sure it was. Um, Shout out to Cardinal. He's had many songs that please my soul. And he just keeps giving us just fun. Yeah. I appreciate that. That is a great way to describe him. Cardinal is just, just brings fun. fun. Yeah. He yeah. Brings, he brings he brings light and joy. He just does. Don't stop. <laughs> the first time I ever saw Cardinal uh, live was at a New Year's Eve, um, like Toronto New Year's, my first ever Toronto New Year's Eve. Ooh. And I came, it was at Nathan Phillips Square. He was the host. Ah. Um, I might have caught that televised and it was i came up prepared because we had to stand on the ice no one told me anyway (laughs) (laughs) anyway that that was my first like in person live and in color (laughs) interaction i was like this is so wow he's even greater like in the flesh that's nice who knew i mean a lot of people i didn't at that point what i mean (laughs) but also like other people are trash once you meet them and you're just like oh man if we have learned anything (laughs) from joy (laughs) barnes You don't meet your heroes. You don't meet your heroes. Thank you, Charles Gambino. <laughs> you just don't. You just don't meet them. I'm okay. Like, I've never met a person who's like, I have to meet this person. I'm like, I would rather just live with this illusion of you being wonderful in my mind. Yeah, I'm way too awkward for that. And go with that. Because if you disappoint me in any way, I'm just throwing everything away. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. No. All right. I'm voting Glenn Lewis. John's voting Glenn Lewis. Yeah, I voted money. Yeah. Yes, I'm alone on that. Mutiny. I'm sure one person in your family would be like, yeah, it's a vibe. Don't 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 speak so ill of my family. <laughs> I'm not speaking don't, ill don't, of them at all. Don't do that. I adore them. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I have confirmation that there's a money part two? I do not. I looked. At, I tried <laughs> looking and I saw nothing. So why would you call it money part one if you're not going to give us another? Don't care. Unless it, lives it works. That's some obscure part of the internet. Don't know. <laughs> While you look at that, I'm going to bring about the next matchup because I'm also very excited about it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go with Days Like That by Sugar Jones. That's right. Canada's oh pop stars. Oh the girl group. Oh my God. The effortlessly diverse. Oh God. And your white girl with soul. You know who you are, the short-haired ones. <laughs> you can't not... John's over there resisting, but... Whatever. All I'm feeling is just like happy tingles, <laughs> just like all over my body, like the back of my head. My skull is vibrating right now. Like everything is just like <sighs> memories. <sighs> I'm going to apologize to Jamal directly because <laughs> he, he and I've had several <laughs> conversations about this where this song will just appear in our head, like getting hit in the back of the head with a snowball. Like this song will just show up in our brains <laughs> and get stuck there for like three days and then pass on. Like it's. The strangest thing. It is the gift that keeps on giving. But I vibe with this song down to the aesthetic of the music video. Every member of the group had our own color-coded room to get the equal camera time. Like, I'm just with it. It's so good. Days like that. And you had that. Everything about it is so (laughs) time-stamped. Like, down to their, their moves when they're 
finally together in the same place, singing around in a circle, and just the <laughs> listen. I fucking love them this standing group. in a circle, vibing and having a little jam session. Yeah. iconic. Um, I would like to give a special shout out to uh, three old classmates of mine. Uh, I think we're still friends. Yeah, we're still friends. Um, <laughs> Kim, Nicole, and Christy. What was your girl group called? So we didn't have a name yet Boo! because it was very hard at that point, particularly to find a girl name group that wasn't going to be like an offshoot of like another one. Ugh. If we'd come up with one, I do not remember it because we were more focused on the music. So. Oh my God. Um, this song was our jam. Wow. And I can literally see the different points in the playground or in school or wherever, like lunch break, recess, wherever, where we would stand much like the semi, like the circle that the girls from Sugar um, Jones did, and four part harmony. This and it was. Uh, I it need was you all to reunite and do it. Honestly, I think that would be so much fun. Like we, <laughs> like I need back, it. Looking back on it now, like I don't feel there's no like there's no like oh my god, I can't believe we did that. I'm like wow, we actually we really did that. We were really so excited. And I can't think of whose idea this was. We all just loved singing, I love and this. we all loved you know a lot of the same groups and stuff and when this song came out we were just like <gasps> like it just it like latched onto it and i oh I my gosh that. what a time please what record time. it record it record <laughs> it record it i need it i if need i it. can get all of them to record their own parts i need it so badly because we all live in different parts of the world right now whatever people are doing it on zoom no i'm saying though which <laughs> is really exciting because i'm just like wow look you're over there you're over there, you're over there. <laughs> like this is but i if we can make it work we can make it please work. <laughs> Oh, please. And I know they all remember the song. Because, again, much like with you and Jamal, it just, it latches on. Yeah. And, it again, it will come up at any different point, and, you, and then it will leave. Yep. Like, it comes in, and, you know, like a, <laughs> <laughs> in the night, like a thief in the night, and then just, Yep. <laughs> 100%. It's beautiful. Now, as much as we were pouring over Sugar Jones, <laughs> um, a, worthy a worthy opponent in Kanon's waving flag. Yes. Because what a what like three four when years I that song had. I will be strong. It did. They'll call me freedom, I mean, just like a waving flag. The song is awesome. When I get older, I will be stronger. Call me freedom, Was it also like, like a, a theme song for a bunch of things? Yeah, I'm talking Olympics, World yeah. Cup, like FIFA video games. Like yeah. you couldn't escape this song. That's right. It was just the international anthem of peace and that harmony yes, yeah they really loved Toda's like this unifying song and i'm like i'm here for it it was beautiful oh man what a good time Is yeah he, has he done anything recently i'm sure he has and that's why i'll argue that it may not be a one-hit wonder but i don't it know it was if his you biggest like the stars yeah. aligned for that song like to be able to be to have the exposure it did have like i yeah. said from international tournaments to video games to all of these things like his last album was 2012 oh damn wow because what else do you need i mean i don't know <laughs> and i'm sure that's not how artists actually think but no yeah yeah waving flag that was released in multiple languages yeah wow for both events yeah like could you and obviously top multiple um Charts at number one. Yeah. Three got times it platinum in, in Canada. Three times platinum in Canada, platinum in Germany, gold in Italy, gold in China. India, platinum yeah. in Spain. Dang. 
Okay, K9. I didn't know he had numbers like that. I wish you would. He had uh, his discography is kind of big. You put in some work. Yeah, like I'm saying, like it's like 2006 and 2009 is when Waving Flag came out. Yeah, he was putting in the work. Yeah, and to just that have that kind of like not it's it's beyond just commercial success. Like that makes it timeless. To yeah. be translated in multiple languages, to be that successful in multiple languages, like that, that song resonates with people. Yeah, yeah, and that's a huge deal. Hey, okay, okay, okay. Uh, this almost swayed my vote. My vote is gonna be Sugar Jones. Yeah, my vote uh, is still Sugar Jones <laughs> as well. But waving flag like that, hearing that, like it's hearing it again, just brings back so many happy, happy memories and like yeah. that. First word that comes to mind to describe it is jubilant. Like, and I don't yeah. use that word for anything. Yeah. Like, it's just so good. It's a, it's definitely a good, a good vibes, indeed song. And I, I, I feel that. I feel that. For the sake of knowing, John, what would you have voted? I don't know. We're going keen on. I couldn't. I <laughs> know this song. Not. Well, it. It. Yeah. It's <laughs> Your your girl group days weren't gr- at that it time. It was irritating. <laughs> Sounds so cheesy. So just, it was like a try hard thing. Canada went through this stage where we were just trying to you know, yeah, create groups and stuff like that. Like that could, but the sound wasn't right. <laughs> the the groupings were. I'll put just them off. against uh, the U.S.'s pop stars. I don't care. And more importantly, <laughs> the writing was just it was. Why was it so that hard? Like, you listen to any R and B album, and you're just like, okay, I get the tone, I get the, you know, where we're going with this, and then you, we got a bunch of stuff out of Canada. It's just like, why are you trying so hard at this? Listen, Canada does nothing if not participate. We we are green ribbon (laughs) participation. We are bronze medals. Yeah. I mean, I was happy not to remember this song until. You're welcome. <laughs> I realized it was your guys. <laughs> it like haunts us. It, it, it's to put it more accurately. Like it haunting in like a fun, like capture the friendly ghost sort of way, um, and not in the haunting type of way. <laughs> you know, uh, you're so <laughs> disgusted with us. Before John shakes his head to the point where it <laughs> falls off or dislocates. Our next matchup is Mishimi and L.A. Love, Jamaican funk. Canadian style. Like, this took me back. <laughs> and I'm so glad to be reminded of it. Can't be done. <laughs> I, I remember my older sister playing this song. And I, I don't really know. I can't really associate if she liked it or loved it or whatever. If it was just on at the time, but like, I'd never heard anything like it, and I'm still hard pressed to find anything like it. No, and anything like Mishi Me in general, who I will argue is way beyond a one hit wonder. But I'm just fine talking about this song. Yeah, yeah. Respect with you know obviously the rest of the work that she's done, but this one is what put um, hip hop in Canada on the map at a very young stage, fertile stage. 
when very few artists were able to actually cross the border and actually make a dent or even get a single or do anything. I mean, you just went there and you just tried to get put on, get put on, get put on. Yeah. Many went, many came back, but um, she was definitely one of the first. I mean, obviously for females, not even just for females, but just the artists in general. Yep. And then you consider even in gen- like the female part aspect um, of how many MCs were out there. I mean, she was part of that uh, MC Light, that whole clique. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all part of it. So, she, I mean, she reached a lot of boundaries um, and uh, made her, um, pitched her fork in um, the landscape. So, yeah, no disrespect to her career. She went on to do form Ragadeth, which well, yeah, that's has right. some su- success as well, Damn. which is a hard rock uh, band. So, yeah. She may. She'd be doing that. You know, it's those people that you're just like, oh, yeah, you've just been around this whole time. Like, I've been just been secretly <laughs> loving you this entire time. <laughs> no, really she's like, it. she's right up there with MC, like, um, light MC. Um, yeah, like, sorry, love Queen, Latifah. Queen Latifah. Yeah, absolutely. They've all, they've all been in the same space and same career life, uh, lifespan. So she when you think of any of them, year. think of her as well. So She put out a 18-track album last year. Tight. Bad Gals Revenge. Love it. Okay. Now, Mishimi will be up against If You Steal My Sunshine by <laughs> Len. <laughs> Welcome to my Albertan childhood. I I was one of the contrarians that hated the song when it was out. It was overplayed. I couldn't take it anymore. It was on. Uh, it was played in every dance. Now Fuzzy's there for not being there on a confusing morning week. So this is during the area of really fun, super colorful music videos, and I loved that. And yeah. I would watch it. It would come on, and I'd like, I'd just like watch it in like passing or whatever. But it was just fun to like yell along to. Um, but this is a song that for me was like sticks out as a definite like one hit wonder because they did do other things. I assume, but it wasn't. It never. It never took off the what way. What was that? Uh, that much music, the music fest, the one that went across Canada. Oh my God! Wow, <laughs> probably a staple on that one. Hundred <sighs> percent. Yes, <laughs> it, it was on a much dance yeah. compilation album. Believe 100%. that. Believe that happened. <laughs> yeah, I was that person. This song never did it for me, <laughs> I, but I still knew enough. I could still produce an image of the video in my head. I still know the chorus. Like, I still know what they look like. It still did yep. the job. It was still everywhere. <laughs> but it, it it wasn't it wasn't for me. <laughs> Try as they might. <laughs> so I'm voting for Mishimi. <laughs> I mean, oh, you guys, yeah. obvi- yes, you guys obviously went on this one. But <laughs> Len does have my vote. <laughs> no, it's a big tune. I mean, it's an easy yeah, tune it, you could just put on. It was hugely successful. I mm. just, you know, maybe it was the, the early days of my contrarian phase, but... That didn't start Contrarian like one. existence. <laughs> <laughs> Confused. And I want it on record. I <laughs> voted and supporting something that says Jamaican punk. So don't yeah, come for me. This is a moment. So don't come for me. Take a moment of silence for that. One step at a time. Yep. One step at a time. Don't come for me. <laughs> All of my reggae knowledge is bracketed into the 90s. So I only know of like Shaba Ranks and Patra and... Um, Snuff. Yeah, <laughs> and um, Beanie Man and 
super cats and bound to kill them. Yeah, that's bound all I got. Don't a- don't ask me for shit else, <laughs> <laughs> and don't ask me to like shit else. Like I nope, that's it. I'm in my little box. That's all you get. That's all I got. <laughs> so in the semifinals, we've got oh man, we did not think this through. We've got Informer <laughs> versus Don't You Forget It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going with Glenn Lewis. Don't you forget it. Yeah, I think in the, the grand scheme of things, yeah, Glenn Lewis wins this one for me too. Yeah, I mean that song is on my phone currently. He, yeah, he wins this one for me. I'll go with Snow. Well, you will be outvoted. Really? After all that, you're gonna go with Snow? Well, I'll make it competitive. Intr- is it yeah, competitive sure. though? Yeah. <laughs> Don't let him go down unanimously. I get it. <laughs> I Shout out to Alan Barry. <laughs> yeah. All right. And on the other side, we've got Days Like That against Jamaican Funk, which has created a conflict in my soul. So I'm still talk amongst yourselves while, I, while no, I sort Dan, out my you existential crisis. You don't get to vote last. <laughs> I've been voting first this whole time. Yeah, first time ever. <laughs> don't come for me. I will. We got receipts. You don't know what you're voting for either. <laughs> I do. I said days like that. <laughs> Yikes. John, what are you doing? What do you mean? Oh, God damn it. I should have known that was coming because you now hate. Now for Jan's existential crisis. Like <laughs> yeah. Irritating. Now I got to figure out how to get it on my head. Can't. Yeah, that's. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be days like that because that's. <laughs> And you didn't have the budget to do the video you wanted to do either. <laughs> you, you know really what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that is the budget. Are you kidding? That the was the entire budget. That I was know, the whole but budget the budget job. was trying to, you know. <laughs> they sounded great. They did. You show some goddamn respect. They did sound great. I'm You're happy the they were job. able to make <laughs> um, the imprint, the positive imprint that they did with yeah. so many other people. Yeah. I'm just one person. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you are just I'm not the reason this song wasn't a hit. <laughs> so. Ah, and there it is. But also, what the deciding factor was is that Sugar Jones was legit a one-hit wonder. Mishimi was yeah. not. Yeah. She no. was very successful yeah. and very influential. What happened to those um, ladies? Uh, one of them eventually did do more music. Uh, her you know they broke up. Her last name is... I think it's Julie, Julie, Julie Crutchier or something like that. Because, again, one of those moments when that group popped to my head and I went, I wonder what they're doing. Looked it up. I started listening to her stuff. And she's super great. Like, great voice, great, like, presence, everything. I don't know if she's still doing anything. But there you go. at least one of them. I think a couple of them did, but she was, like, the only person who, I don't want to say succeeded, but had more than just a song. Had more, to give to the, had more to give to the music industry. Yeah, she had two full-length albums and like a couple EPs, I think. Yeah, yeah 2014 so and yeah, two two albums in 2014. Oh, damn. But also on that same logic, it makes me a hypocrite because Glenn Lewis was not a one-hit wonder. And not. But I mean, I'll, I can argue that Snow wasn't either. I'm sure other people know other things that Snow was done, just because I didn't know it. My, I, guess, well, I guess for one-hit wonders, though, the is, the ma- is the the general public aware of and yeah, like true. I just and I just limited down to yeah. With his other songs. I'm just gonna say sure. I just limited it to like he might have he, the artist might have other songs that are big within that following, but yeah. in terms of mainstream yeah, audience, if a song gets played, people are gonna kind of know to it and you know. True. 
hip and the hop and when they're in the <laughs> aisle. Hip and the hop and hop in the hip. Was the pop of your shoulder there when you did hip and the hop? Yeah. <laughs> gets the job done. <laughs> All right, so to decide our winner, don't you forget it by Glenn Lewis and Days Like That by Sugar Jones. Do we need to? <laughs> oh no. Do we need to listen? <laughs> oh no. Do we need refreshers? Oh do we need? No. What do we? Hold on. Do we need a moment with our thoughts? Who's it again? <laughs> Glenn Lewis, no. don't you forget it. And Days Like That by Sugar Jones. You know, oh, your favorite. Glenn Lewis. <laughs> Volume, please. <laughs> What's that? Is it a Glenn Lewis song? Volume, please. We know this song. Just, Every, we've been talking the, about this nonstop. Just to refresh our people. To refresh our people. Don't play it low because you hate it. Okay. Break it uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> that song. Antonio almost took us on a journey. Me, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Here we go. Nope. That's the wrong song. I clicked the wrong one. Oh, there's two songs. Start with that "Don't You Forget." Tune. Hit the that wrong one. That was a big tune. Yeah. <laughs> a big tune though. Yeah. It's in the playlist. Yeah, we left a lot off the bracket. Can't beat the baseline. Professional. Listen, you're you know right. They were professional. They Sugar Jones was so professional. They were factory made. There you go. Overproduced. So, so you know they got it. <laughs> they lack soul. Absolutely. I played Glenn Lewis second so that you could erase the other one from your mind. So you don't have to end yourself on a sour note. And here we are still sour. Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> so sour. Sour. Sour grapes. Yeah. <laughs> but like Glenn, Lu- Glenn Lewis has a catalog for me. Like it's composure, like the structure to it. You know? Yeah. Like there's don't you forget it. There's it's not fair. There's the thing you do. Like <laughs> Glenn Lewis lives in my phone <laughs> and in my head. Like he doesn't he doesn't need this shit. He doesn't need it. <laughs> A true one-hit wonder. True one-hit wonder. And you can all yell at me for the hypocrisy of leaving <laughs> snow behind. But well, I'm going to I'm gonna stand by it and give it to give You it should to really Jones. be putting our money into doing our verses for all these things. I mean. <laughs> it's going to be Listen. short, but. It's going to be short. <laughs> we could probably line. Listen, you do not believe in our thing. We could probably it's line. We could short. probably line everybody up in one. Oh my god! Make it a good two part. How dare Don't you? Kill me! How dare you? <laughs> well, you're gonna have some artists performing what, like two, three albums worth. Somebody just performing a song. Thanks for making an appearance. <laughs> and then you know what I mean. Like you gotta balance it out. So let's just make this one. I of like those. that you're treating this like professional wrestling. <laughs> just like <laughs> yes, here's our clear winner, and you are the heel. <laughs> Well, I mean, people, there's going to be money on the line. Something. They're going to win something. Uh-huh. Unless they actually start fighting each other. <laughs> well, I mean, if you feel your song is that much better, or then, you know. <laughs> Continue. There's so much about competitive you know, art. Get the streams up. Get the streams up. <laughs> oh, my God. More eyeballs on the product. Union tour versus yep. the we could take the verses on the road. I'd I'd pay Bring I'd pay a modest back. price to see Sugar Bring Jones them all somewhere. back. 
Bring them all back. I would, you know what? I would, I would see Sugar Jones at like one of those like festival type things. Where like you bring in like a bunch of people. Yeah. I don't know if I'd see them as a main. Like I said, for a, for a modest price, I'd I'd go see it. Modest, like damn. Um, but I would see them like if it, again if they like brought a bunch of artists and they do for festivals. Yeah. And they have to be on one of those stages. Yeah, some sort of like much music them. vintage tour or whatever. Be, like, oh, but also yeah, that would be fun. Don't take that. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. That's mine to make money off of. Because I will, I will find everyone who made a Beat Factory video and get their asses who's, there. <laughs> who's who's going to be our Tom Joiner? Master T. There you go. Okay, oh, I was decided. quick at that. Okay, decided. <laughs> Dang. Is this, this going to be a lake cruise on Lake Ontario, or are we going? <gasps> Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Wait, are we going to do like Toronto Island? Well, do you not know, tempt me with a good typical time. Typical three-hour around the smoky yeah, water. Yeah, we should dock at some point for some, you know, partay, partay. No, partay on the boat. That's how people I, I go. All those people, John. I also want to be like <laughs> wow, you're anticipating disruptive and I'm anticipating a big boatload. I'm anticipating it because people are as nostalgic, if not more. I want to block are. off the streets in front of the old Much Music building. Like I, I want that whole. So we want to bring the Much Music and then get them stuff on a boat. back. Then That's the elder people they want to sit down at some point. That's true. So you gotta have. Why would you think the boat was gonna be where they did it? There's seats <laughs> in the boat. Okay. <laughs> There's seats in the boat. Go upstairs, go to the dance floor, go downstairs, sit down, enjoy hey, a meal. Hey, talk old people in stairs. Come on. Enjoy a meal. <laughs> Wearing shoes you know they have no business wearing. And you're all white out event. Nope. Oh, no. no not an no, all white event. No, no absolutely no. not. No. People no. are coming. People are going to be coming time stamp appropriate, like year appropriate. Yeah. We're not all white anything. Nope. nope. Sorry. Nope. Yeah, nope. Although I would be that joke. Are we going to put some class on this party. stuff? How are we going to put some class on it? People are literally coming to... S- okay. How did you find class in an all-white party? Thank you. And That's how many of you thought. attended where you found class? I've invited the many. I've attended zero. Thank you very much. So then why so would you suggest a white party? Your well, logic is it's just associated with being classy. It's actually not. Your logic is <laughs> And that's okay. <laughs> you still didn't vote where I voted. All right. Vote. 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 Look vote. At you. Look at you voting. Yes. Proud of you. Uh, You're stalling. Yeah, sugar, sugar Jones for me still. Sorry, Jones. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Should we play it again? Just kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding. <laughs> if John were to put the volume up, it would be playing right now. <laughs> and that's our winner. Days like that. Very nice. By Sugar Jones. Jamal Let again. I am it. sorry. Why are you apologizing? Because he knows what it, he knows what I did. <laughs> I know what I did. He knows what I did. <laughs> and they can literally put that on their Wikipedia page now. Yeah. <laughs> Every three months. Like science. Oh goodness. This song will come back to your head. And you're welcome for having it stick in yours for at least the rest of the night, John. <laughs> Pretty out. <laughs> you wish. Damn. <laughs> you can lie to yourself all you want to. Nope. Oh, I freaking Already purged. Name doesn't even register in my head, so. <laughs> Until she starts singing it, you for don't you. recognize. <laughs> Just does not recognize. Can't compute. Yep. Nope. And that's it. So hit us up. Let us know what we left out. What you agreed with. What you disagreed with. Um, I will give an honorable mention to "Don't Want to Fall in Love" by Jane Child, and her epic, spiked up front mullet and 
braided, long braids in the back, and that it was a shock to discover that she was white. Yeah. Volume, please. I love those of, you know, I can't believe that's the package of that voice. <laughs> you know, you'd make it, it would make you think that I'd like the show, The Voice, more, but I don't. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Any, anyone else? For another pop star that did the mall tour, like Tiffany. Didn't we have another one? Like a few that did that. Mall tours? Uh, what malls were there for tour? Like Canadian artists that did mall tours? Yeah, I thought did we had Did Keisha Shante do mall tours? I don't know. I lived in a town that had a one-floor mall that couldn't have an event in it, so. But I am open to your, to you guys' honorable mentions. Jeff? Uh, to me, I guess that Glass Tiger one's the one that comes to mind. Nice. Um, you want to hear it? No? no? Okay. It's on the playlist. Um, okay. <laughs> uh. Glass tire. Yes. Was it? Don't you? That's not. Don't forget me when I'm gone. Is that? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Love that jam. Uh, Antonio, you got an honorable mention? No. No honorable mentions for me. All <laughs> right. So as we close out, I'll remind you of all the ways you can get in touch with us and send your general niceties and waves of love and such. Uh, we're on Twitter at Not That Sorry Pod and on Instagram at Not That Sorry Podcast. So thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Ta ta.